I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Perky Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 156 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we suck. We do? Sort of. I'm going to blame Google, and, but we still suck. Turns out we had more voicemails last week than we actually played. Oh. That we are really, really, really late on now. Oh. So I hope those people that left those voicemails don't feel like we just don't love them anymore, because we are going to play them tonight, and we'll talk about them and whatnot. Um, but for some reason, I didn't get any of the notifications that I normally get when one comes through. I didn't get any of the emails. Um, and I went back into my Google settings just to make sure like they didn't update some sort of stupid policy or whatnot to you know no longer send me emails. And it was like, nope. Just decided on these two that they just weren't going to do it. Um, but we're talking from like May 25th and 28th. So we're definitely not on the same time frame as the one that was emailed in. So we could have... May 25th and 28th. In fact, we may have actually recorded a show that week, and I totally missed him just because I didn't get no, the notifications. it's only the 10th. Right. That's but still, we could have we could 11th. have played him last week, and we didn't. Yeah, but... So... That's not... I thought you meant, like, months old. No, 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 no. But it was still one of those things, like... It's it's the, the, um, the Murphy's Law effect. Like, nothing has changed about the Google settings. Nothing has changed about my email settings. Nothing has changed about the internet, as far as I know, other than the fact that Congress is trying to buttfuck it, but that's another issue. Um, And yet, something that has worked flawlessly in the past, I get a voicemail, it emails me a notification, my phone dings, my application gives me a notification, I know there's a voicemail, I make sure to flag it, and normally I forget. But So, and I'll accept me forgetting, but in this case, no, we didn't get notifications or anything, I just happened to pop in there to verify something and all of a sudden it's like you have two new voicemails i'm like what the fuck really <laughs> from where so um yeah i say let's go ahead and get on those right out the gate so that we can uh not for not forget them again assuming that i can get the you know i probably should have remembered it see now this is where i screw up yeah this, I, this is this, this is totally on you. me because i forgot to actually go and open the application yeah, and, and like, get the voicemails make them available yeah. for your playing pleasure yep. Do you want me to, like, bullshit? What? Sure, go ahead, because now it's doing all sorts of weird crap. Uh, I had a garage sale today. Oh, yeah. that's good. Go ahead, and you can you can dive into that a little bit. You, you had it yesterday, too. I did. I did both days. I got a sunburn, 
which is actually like making me feel sick today. Mm-hmm. And I know it can do that. I and know you do one. this every year. I do. Right at the beginning of summer. I do. Like the sun comes out, instead of going, I should spray sunscreen, you go, I'm going to sit here and bask in the sun and cook myself. That's a, it's exactly <laughs> what runs through my head. You are so smart. All right. Take two. We're going to try that again. Sorry about the interruption there. Uh, Trent is being difficult tonight. Um, so, yes, you cooked yourself. I cooked myself. I have and you do it every year. I do. <laughs> and then you had a garage sale. I did. Yes. I sold stuff. The first day I didn't sell hardly anything. And then, but today I sold a bunch of stuff. So right. It's fine. Yep. I, and I wasn't going to do today, but after how shitty yesterday was, I'm like, I, I must sell more things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've already done most of the work. Like, yep. Well, it's funny because you and I garage sale like so totally differently. Like if you can get me on board to even do the garage sale in the first place, um, I, I got to plan and get it set up and get stuff figured out and dig out. And you just like, oh, no, here's my pile of crap. I'm going to sell this. So I just I gave up on actually trying to do the garage sale. I just stand back and let you do them because doing it your way would absolutely drive me insane. And so yesterday, I think I took, that's when I went down to the campsite and got the fire pit dug out. Um, wait, wait. What do you mean when you garage sale? Like when we did it at the old house. We've done it here. You and your mom do like these last minute things. Like you guys just slap stuff together. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just, there's no judgment being thrown here. I'm just saying it's not the way that I would do it. Um, and so when you guys, the last couple of times you guys have had one of these sales, it's been like, tomorrow's going to be partially sunny. I've got crap I want to sell. I'm going to set some tables up and have a garage sale. I'm like, okay, more power to you. So um, I was not, there was no judgment in that being flung if that's what you thought. So. Because you had the look of you're judging me on you, and I'm not judging you. I was just like, it's not the way I do it, which is not a problem. It's just it would drive me nuts, and so I'm not, I was not participating in the actual part of it itself. So nobody I, asked you to. I know I contributed a couple laptops that I had laying around that needed to be sold. But see, then then that highlights the other point of garage selling that drives me nuts, which is why I don't not do it very often. Is like if you come to a garage sale. And you buy a laptop for what was it, five dollars? The five dollar one or the ten dollar one he bought? Not that either of these are excessive prices for a laptop. It's the ten dollar one. Um, and there happens to be a password on it. So, format the drive, reinstall the OS, do whatever you got to do. It was sold as is <laughs> with a Linux operating system on there. You weren't expected to know how to use it, um, and and so. I'm glad you were here to take that request and talk to the guy because I probably would have flipped my shit on him. <laughs> right, wrong, or indifferent, well, I probably would have flipped my shit on him. So, Regardless, though, I think you misinterpreted what was going on because it wasn't a, hey, I bought this laptop, it's not working. It was a, hey, I came back to buy more stuff. My brother that bought that laptop said there was something about a password. You don't know what it is, do you? I said, no, but I can call and find out if, if my husband knows something about it. And he's like, okay, cool. It wasn't like a... Right. Thi- like, I think you're... I think you're thinking there was more drama to it all than there really well, and, was. And I could be misinterpreting it. And part of it was because I was asshole deep and fucking trying to get a birthday card with the two older kids. And they were about ready to get choked out because they were not... so. I don't know. This would be actually interesting to have our customers. Or, fuck. I cannot speak tonight. Okay. Not our customers. See, I just got off of my work laptop answering some emails, so I'm still in like work mode. Um, 
our listeners, it would be really awesome to have our listeners maybe contribute to this, uh, Dan, looking at you specifically, maybe some others. Um, when we go to the card aisle for anything whatsoever, my kids have to finger fuck every fucking card on the aisle. Like, everyone must be touched, molested, pulled, looked at, laughed at. Like, it doesn't matter if they get the joke or not. They have to, like, do it. And you can always tell when they don't get the joke because it's like, ha, 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 ha. It's like this super fake laugh. Like, that's so funny. It's like, oh, yeah, what does that mean, Ezra? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or, like, you know, Tampi or whoever it is. Yeah. And so I was trying – you and I had already spoke about it and about what – um the kid likes and, yeah. and the kind of and you know his personality I just said it needs to be special because all we were doing because they're moving and they're going away they're moving overseas they're, they're going to be on a plane he's going to be on a plane shortly he can't but get a lot of toys or anything they specifically asked for itunes gift cards and if you're going to give a lame ass gift like an itunes gift card you got to have a cool card to go with it especially if it's a kid and it's you know like he loves birthday like birthday is important to him yeah so i was like get a cool card like an over-the-top card, which I never do because I think cards are a waste of fucking money. Right. But in this case, it made sense as we weren't right. spending the money on a present. Yeah. So I was like, just get them, get them the coolest card ever. And so you were looking for the coolest card ever, which right. I think you did pretty well. <laughs> like, kidding. Yeah. But, um, but yes, the, the, they do that for me. Only usually I have Trent too, and Trent can't read them. He just looks at them and then wants you to read them. And then. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So. Like, Tempe made this, she's like, Dad, you've got to come, like, she's, like, made this huge deal, like, come over to the other aisle and look at this card. And I don't want to shoot her down, because, like, legitimately, she may have found something. Yeah. But there's this nagging thought in the back of my mind that, no, she didn't find anything that's going to, this is just going to be a waste, it's going to be a waste of effort in my time and whatnot. And so we, we leave the kid's aisle, specifically the kid's birthday aisle, to go over to the Father's Day aisle. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is already going badly. Um, All right. And then we head down to this one thing, and she pulls out this card, I'm like... This is like, and I, and I want to say it was like a, my condolences. I mean, it was like, I'm like, unless you're really sad that he's turning whatever age he's turning, <laughs> this is not the right card for that. I'm like, and then she's like, well, what about this one? And, she, and, she's, and she just keeps going on and on and on about these different cards. She's like, well, what about this one? And then finally, I'm just like, you know what? You need to stop. You need to stop because look at the aisle we're in. And she reads, she's like, well, this says anniversary or something like that. I'm like, this is not an anniversary. This is a birthday. And we need a birthday card. And now it's just she goes to the birthday section, but it's like the naughty husband wife birthday card section. I'm like, we can't get him one of those <laughs> because this is more like you know I can't explain. It's above your pay grade. I'm like, but but if you follow me to where I was, I actually read where it said kids birthday humorous and kids birthday this. And this is the section we need to be in. And she's okay. And then she that proceeds to like want to. I mean, like little suction cups hands. I'm like just. Stop! Read this one, and then she like grabbed the one that I got. She's like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I'm like, "Ta-da!" Like, let's get the hell out of here, please. And then they're arguing with me about whether or not I should get back up to the register because that's where I was heading because I hadn't grabbed the gift card yet. I'm like, they always have gift cards at buy or app the registers, guys. But I saw them back here. I'm like, I know, I saw them too. But they always have them buy or app the registers, and I have a bigger selection up there than they do back here. And there was they were swearing up and down that it was the wrong way. I'm just like, keep walking, we'll get to it eventually. Then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, the mecca of gift cards. She's like, wow, that's a lot of gift cards. I'm like tried telling you i i actually kind of have have an idea of what i'm doing and this is going back to a um, a base level concept that i'm trying to work on with the kids is that daddy most cases 
knows what he's doing. Even when Trent wants to be a smart ass and go, oh yeah, what about the one time you rolled the car? I still, <laughs> which he did, um, that, that I don't do things out of ineptitude yeah. or just being lost. Like if I am heading in a certain direction, especially if you see a look of determination on my face, you know, we're heading that way. So we finally got out of front of Myers and I get in the car and then dealt with like not, no less than three people that decided that stopping in that main aisle of Fred Myers from the, where, where you're directly in front of the building, that goes all the way down to between the, um, the Sears center and then yeah. the gas station that turning they're They were coming. The, I was heading towards the Sears thing. They were heading towards me and they were turning into one of the uh, parking aisles to get a parking space. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped and blocked that aisle, both directions because one of the first three mm-hmm. cars was pulling out. I hate that. And so they're just sitting there. I'm like, so you couldn't have sat there with your blinker on and waited, like, because you, you were too afraid that I was going to dive into the spot, but you had to just cock block me and not let me get out of the goddamn parking lot. So I'm like, at this point, I'm deceiving, and I finally get to the point where I'm on the road and I'm heading back to the house and we're heading, heading this direction, and then I finally just look at the kids and I'm like, hey guys, can we talk about something? Because this also leads into something else we're going to talk about here in a second. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I need to explain to you why Daddy is so visibly angry and, and frustrated and, and and perturbed right now. And they're like, okay. I'm like. Mommy and I spoke about this card in the present, what we had to do before we got there. I'm like, so this kid that I will not name or did not name <laughs> um, is heading overseas on an airplane to his brand new home and they cannot carry a bunch of crap with them. So we're going to, we discussed an iTunes gift card because they specifically requested that. And mommy wanted to make sure that I got him a really cool card what part of the Father's Day cards was going to be a really cool card for him? And they're, well, nothing. I'm like, well, what part of this card is going to be? And I named the different sections they kept trying to take me to. They're, well, nothing. And I said, I understand that you guys might want to browse, you might want to look, but also I want you to see what time it is. And they looked at the clock. I said, we have to be at the party by this time, which means we have to be home by this time so that we can make sure that we can help mommy if there's anything we need to do at the garage sale or whatever else before we have to leave and or with getting your little brother ready before we can head over there. And we're now almost going to be late because we had to have this whole huge like you know discussion at the card thing and this and that and fighting over this and running around aisles because you guys couldn't just listen to what you were being asked to do which is also another core concept we've been working on with them lately is that if you're asked to do something like legitimately go do it don't just stand there and continue to stare at the tv or stare at the wall or stare at the this or stare at that um and so got through the whole thing and and they they understood it and, and it made sense and whatnot but it was just like it's like the most infuriating exercise ever when you're trying to, basically if you're trying to get in and out of a store quickly don't bring your kids because it's never going to happen because they're just gonna sidetrack on every little thing and it's hard because you don't want to get pissed off at them for it but at the same time it's so hard not to get pissed off at them for it if you're in like under the pressure and you just need to move their ass and they're just dragging along and dragging along and dragging along so but we got that done. We got home, went to the birthday party, which yep. is at the local arcade here, which I am so stoked to yeah. see that it was as busy as it was. And it's improved even since we were there last time. Yeah, there's more games and more cabinets. And yeah, it's just, it's really, it's a good time. I still see some improvements, but things you are You can see better. him working on them, though, too. Yeah. Like, there's, there's areas that need improving. Like, that place, and I understand why he hasn't done it yet, but even if they don't do, like, a full-fledged food thing, some sort of a snack yeah. section, like ch- chips or whatever. Chips. And, and once and again, I understand why, because the, the maintenance level on the cabinets will probably go through the roof at that point, because you can't really stop people from getting their grubby paws 
onto a game if they're well not eat you know so it opens up a whole other level of complications but i think it would be very beneficial mm-hmm. for the clientele to have more than just like a soda machine and a red bull machine yeah to also in a place that it mostly runs off quarters make sure all your machines actually take quarters just saying was there which ones did that was the red bull machine issue oh yeah, yeah so what happened is all i had was big bills i didn't i so i didn't have enough money to I didn't have enough small bills to put right. in the Red Bull machine. Right. So, because it only would take ones and fives. So, I went and got quarters with the big bills from the quarter machine. And then I go to the machine and it doesn't take quarters. <laughs> so, I was like, but I just want a Red Bull. <laughs> but it worked out just fine because what I didn't realize is that the machine next to it that had chocolate milk on the front... Also the, had Coke and Sprite and it water. It only and had that. I didn't see any Yoohoo in it. It had. It had. Oh, did it have it had Other stuff like that, like kids' okay. drinks too. But so I saw, I, I, at first, I was confused too because it said Yoohoo on it, so I didn't even look at it. Then I walked by and I was like, "I want a Mountain Dew." I'm like, "Okay, that must be nice for you to want, right?" He said, like, "Well, that's right there." I'm like, "That's a Yoohoo machine." He's like, "No, it's got Mountain Dew in it too." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And I walked over there. I'm like, "Oh, it does." False advertising. No. <laughs> so and it took quarters, so I got that, and it was fine. But it was just one of those things, like. How come how come this machine does not take quarters? <laughs> I just want the drink. Well, what's even more infuriating for me is that he's got the fancy ass change machines that will take a credit card. Mm-hmm. Except he's got the credit cards all like taped off and whatnot, like cash only. I'm like, dude, do you know how much business you would do? Or the I'm sorry, the potential the amount of potential business you could have. Yeah. If you would just let a parent swipe their credit card, because at some point the kids are gonna be out of quarters, they're not gonna have any cash anymore. They're just gonna be like, "Fuck it, fine, yoink," and swipe like fifty bucks on their credit card, dump out some quarters, go fucking play. Like that potential clientele. I think it's because it's probably not hooked up correctly. Because I bet right. it has to be hooked up to telephone line. And- no, no, those new the new ones. It's all cellular based. Wow. But you have to pay the monthly fees yeah. for the cellular, and I think that's where the gotcha is yeah. for him. Um, but the, yeah, it happened to be partially connected to that part of the industry um almost all atms and whatnot now nowadays especially the ones that aren't at an actual mm-hmm. bank they're all connected via encrypted cell connections and whatnot so i did not know yeah and so the, the in fact it's hard, it, you're you're almost you'll pay more to find one that has to be hooked into a telephone line than you will find one that has to have a cell phone connection because they just the, the technology is dying out as far as modems and whatnot goes so it's hard to find those but there is a monthly fee associated with having the cell connection so i can see as a startup who's trying to save you know try not to absorb too many costs more than he already's had to absorb because of the first you know do over they had to do um why he's not doing it but i also think that he's missing out on a huge chunk of potential people that would spend a lot more money there if they could just swipe plastic yeah so but I right now I just want to keep the guy afloat. So if I can, if me going in there once or twice a month with the kids helps that happen, totally down to do it. And this summertime, I am so using that motherfucker as an incentive. Like, hey, if you do this, this, and this, dude, I'll give you a, like a twenty spot. You can go down there and just play whatever you want for as long as the twenty spot lasts you, and make Ezra have you know more, a few more responsibilities and chores that he yeah, can as earn. As soon as he pays off his fracking skateboard, right? Right? No, I. <laughs> That's but you know that's also more between you and him than it yeah. is between me and him. I so, agree. <laughs> uh, you can, I agree. You can start charging interest. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, we had we had a discussion about that too, dude. I'm like, dude, you you were supposed to have all A's, and you've got a low B that I don't think in five days you're gonna find a way to turn around to a high a low A. 
He's like, yeah, I know. But my birthday's coming up. I'm like, you've really got to stop riding this birthday train, dude. No. Like, I mean, legitimately, I'm going to have a skateboard now before this ever happens. And he kind of looked at me like, what? <laughs> so, but yeah, it's been it's been a busy weekend, but we didn't miss recording. We didn't. That's we, a good we thing. We postponed till Sunday night, mm-hmm. which we usually do Saturday. We try to do Saturday right. night. But that was kind of a mutual decision. Yep. We got gotten the kids to bed pretty late last night. Mutual decision that came back and nipped you in the ass just a wee bit tonight. Yep. Because you're like, I want to take a bath now. I'm like, uh, I know. I was like, I was like, I was all geared up to go to bed. Like my eyes are starting to fade. Mm-hmm. And this, I seriously, like, I get sunburned a lot because I'm dumb when it comes to the sunscreens. But um, this one is really bad. Yeah. And it like. Because and it must have been because it was the slow burn mm-hmm. because you know you literally you you roasted yourself yeah like you literally cooked your own goose and um I'm I'm feeling pretty like bleh about mm-hmm. the whole thing so I really do just want to go sit in a bathtub and relax and go to bed <laughs> <laughs> which wouldn't have mattered anyways because Trent has decided which... to make it his mission to come down here and, and fuck everything up yeah, for the evening but that's pretty so, standard yeah this... but um one week left of school. Five days. Five days. Well, one business week. Sorry. One (laughs) business week left to school. (laughs) And I'm pretty stoked about it because we've got some good camping plans for this summer. Mm -hmm. Um, And just because it's going to be a nice break to not have to be dealing with... And I and I and when I say this, I know I'm just going to get the evil eye from you because it's nothing that I really have to deal with. But the... This year has been an especially rough year as far as dealing with PTA type stuff and or events and or whatever due to a lot of unforeseen circumstances. So I'm really not trying to blame anybody or trying to um, throw anybody under the bus, but just to say, fuck it all for this year. (laughs) I'm glad that it's going to be at a point where we can take a, you know, (sighs) breather. And then because it's going to be completely restructured next year, where there's a chance that it can all be made better and that we can work really hard towards making it um, not be as stressful as it was. Right. And part of it, the reason it feels like this, especially right now, is because a lot of these events have all stacked up right at the end. Right. And like this next week, I have two big big things to worry about mm-hmm. so. what's the other one besides field day forgive my forgetting about it graduation oh that's right yeah. yeah 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 um and then i'm probably gonna go tomorrow night to the kinder graduation oh yeah just to watch because i know a lot of ki- the kids that are graduating kinder and i told them i'd help clean up after like ah. that's my I'm not in charge. I'm not yep. doing anything. I just said I'd come and attend and then stay after to help clean up so that the families can just go about their business. Right. Because I feel like that's a thing that kind of gets missed in a lot of our, at least at our school, is that all the families end up doing all the work for their own event. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think it should be something that, you know. Well, what I've noticed, and I'm actually sure this is probably pr- pretty true at most schools, is there's a core group of people that always yeah. volunteer and always help out. But what others fail to realize is that eventually that core group gets burnt out. Yeah. And I think this was just part of the burnout year. Like Everybody was just pretty much like, ugh. There was a lot of that. And th- but the other thing is that the you only are in line with what applies to you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a first through eighth grade parent, it may not occur to you that the kindergartners need a graduation party. So it's the kindergarten parents that put on the graduation party for their own little kids. And it's like, well, wouldn't it be cool if they could just come and attend? And like the first grade parents always 
were in charge of the kinder graduation because they'd done it the year before. Right. And I set it up to where the seventh grade parents are always in charge of the eighth grade graduation so that they kind of can set the stage for what they want next year kind mm-hmm. of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that way, as an eighth grade parent, when we go to, to Ezra's graduation next year, all we do is show up, watch him graduate, visit afterward, and go home. And mm-hmm. we aren't responsible for setting up the chairs or picking up the garbage or any of that stuff and i'm really trying really hard to make that a thing because it just seems like that's what it should be right um so well the way i've looked at it is that either we do that that's the way it should be or every or we don't do graduations for every fucking grade yeah that'd be cool too no no, no sorry no. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I don't agree with the graduation thing. Well, they don't do it for every grade either. No, they only do it for kinder and eighth. But, right. But I don't think you should do it for kindergarten. I that one I don't mind so much because it, it, it in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of it's like that's really the first year, so it's kind of like hey, hey, look, you know, I look at it as more of like you know when you get to well, think of your terrain race, like you get to a certain spot in the race, and somebody's there like <laughs> you, you, you're almost there, like they're fucking lying to you. Yeah. You're only at the, you're only at turn one. <laughs> But you're almost there. just a little boost that it gives you to think that you're almost there, not counting the other ten or eleven year slog you have to go. But you forget about that for just a second. That's okay. Um, but like, either people understand and, and we do the policy of another grade is responsible for another grade, or everybody is responsible for their own selves and stop and don't expect you know because like there's kind of like a double standard. Like, well, I want the other grade to handle this for us, so I don't have to worry about it. But then when the other grade calls upon you, they're like, I've got cookies in the oven at home when did you have when did you put the well somebody put them in the oven i gotta go and they run out it's like okay <laughs> so you wanted your people to help you but when it came around town you help somebody else it's like you there's other things to do so um and the only way you're going to avoid that is to do either a requirement that everybody handles the shit from themselves and some people might just get a shitty deal with a shitty class that doesn't want to help it at all or um doing what you're trying to do which is you know different like the first grade helps does the kinder for the year and and, and mm-hmm. everybody just knows at some point they're going to have that responsibility bestowed upon them. Right. Yeah. Either one is fine as long as we can just make it work so that it actually helps out and happens. So, yeah. um, I yeah. just like the tradition aspect of it too. Like it's not, it's better to know what you're getting into. Like at our school, the fifth grade always does a bingo night to, raise money for mm-hmm. the fifth grade field trip, which is an overnight trip to the coast, which is not a normal thing. Right. At a nor at a public school you wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um and it's kind of in preparation for the field uh, for the outdoor school that they do in sixth grade. It's like this is a taste of what you'll Test get to run. do next yeah. year. Um but it costs a lot of money. And but the our PTO raises the money for them to be able to do that. Because right. the school can't put it in their budget. So as a fifth grade parent, you know, this year I'm going to help be responsible for this thing. And I want it to be something that every year you know what your big thing is that you might be responsible for doing and, you know, moving forward. So seventh grade, you know, you're going to be responsible for the the eighth grade graduation. And in fifth grade, you know, you're going to be responsible for the overnight trip. And then I think there's one other grade where you have to be responsible for a big thing. I don't remember. Right. Um. But anyway, that's enough PTO talk. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and so, like I said, it was just more like we're coming to the end. We're going to we're gonna have a little quick refresh over the summer. It'll start brand new again next year. Really brand new because the entire committee changed. Like, there was a, everybody changed positions. Um, some 
are, are no longer going to be a part of it. Some are, have are just re, are doing a different position now, so on and so forth. So it's going to be exciting to see how it plans out next year and how things go. Um, and so, yeah, that that'll be a good little changeover and, and a little refresher. And I think every once in a while you just kind of need to shake it up like that, kind of like we do with our elections politically. Only mm-hmm. as long as we don't end up with a Trump, or you know, where we. <laughs> No Trumps in the PTA. Because <laughs> that would be bad, okay? <laughs> You'd have them yelling at little kids because they can't, you know, you're fired. Da, 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 and just, you know. <coughs> I'm only making light of this because I'm I'm in a little bit of a Facebook debate right now. I with, noticed. Uh, with, um, and I just actually, we're just having a discussion. And I'm having a discussion about it. You have that one friend. I do. That is just... He's an asshole. No, actually. I've commented on how much of an asshole he is a lot. The funny thing is, though. This is not the first time. But see, that's that's his whole thing. That he's an asshole? He does that to rile people up for the no they, he has some belief in those sentences no there are there are no there are definitely things but the way he structures the, the way he says them is to trap people into like flying off the deep end it, it's uh, you know you'd have to long story I don't know, it's not a discussion for the podcast but i got you know you'd have to have known him for as long as i have to know what he's doing right now and i know exactly what he's doing and we're kind of both baiting each other in a way that's going to actually bait other people into comment him and in fact uh dan is like he messaged me he's like god i got pulled into it god damn it i'm sorry i'm like no dude it's fine <laughs> i just i just because i warned him like be careful because he this guy likes to lure it and as soon as he got in the hook he'll start reeling as hard as he can <laughs> and it worked even after i warned dan <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of it was quite funny yeah but I think we've had this discussion on the podcast before that right. that guy make he just makes me mad. <laughs> that guy and that's that guy makes me want to like yep. murder people. And, and and you know and I've I've said this before to other people before. Really, it all goes back in my my in my own opinion to a defense mechanism that he structured a long long time ago when everybody that he was friends with talked about how much they wanted to bone his mom, and. So he just like he came up this very dry sense of humor where he would just he'd let you kind of like walk into that little trap and then he'd just lay it out like yeah if you don't mind my sloppy seconds that's mm-hmm. fine and just ran like shit like that and you're just kind of like wait what and you could never quite get a read on him and he's really really good about that um, so yeah but moving past that we have um, those voicemails we don't want to forget about so let's get back <laughs> to him before we actually forget about him again because that would be not awesome so. Um, Oh, this is from uh, Eric at the Mediocre Show, and it's rather long. I feel like we played this one. We played one from him. I know. Did we play the one? one. Was it the one about camping? Did he leave a voicemail? I don't know. Why don't you just play it and we'll know? If this sounds familiar, I apologize and interrupt me, please. What the fuck? Hold on. (laughs) You can't make it work. Okay, so should we try those voicemails again? Sure. And like I said, correct me if you've heard this, or not correct me, but stop me if you've heard this before, because I feel like we've played this already, but I don't know. I just, I'm not sure. Hey guys, calling in, talk about the U scan, because I like the U scan. The U scan is great. However, the problem you have with the U scan is a Walmart. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. I think the U-Scan is great when it works flawlessly. Um, when there's a problem, it's, uh, it usually sucks real bad. And, but that is, has more to do with the environment of the U-Scan. <laughs> Walmart is not an appropriate place for the U-Scan. 
at all. Like, fucking no. At a grocery store? Absolutely. And don't give me this nonsense about the Walmart as a grocery store, too. It has way too many other things. You know where else a use scan would not work? Target. No, it would not work there. Just, it won't. There's always a problem. There's always a problem with tags at those places. And I have no problem with Target. I'm just saying. <laughs> Especially with clothing. You scan. No bueno. But just, you should be more supportive of your wife. That's, all, <laughs> that's really what this, that's what this boils down to. How dare you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to go with, because this is an audio format, I'm going to have to tell you that the look on my face is very smug. <laughs> it's extremely smug. Smug would be the look on my face. And I and I am very supportive of my wife. I, I support her in all sorts of things, like last minute garage sales and and PTA stuff and all that. But I wait supportive <laughs> of PTA. He's downright been like, don't you dare sign up for it next year. No, 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 no. I said if you can avoid being the president, that would do us as a sanity space a lot of good. But I was not. I specifically said I would support you if it happened, and that I would not read like you know I would not be the nay vote <laughs> at the PTA <laughs> meeting, <laughs> and I wasn't <laughs> for a whole plethora of reasons. <laughs> not least of which I want to keep getting sex. <laughs> so, um, but the um, it just uh, I always like don't go volunteering for it. But if you get volunteered for it, I you know. Because, A, I think both, that actually speaks volumes about what others think about you and, and the actual fact that stuff could get done because somebody else wants you to be in that position versus you going, yeah, I'm going to be the PTA president. Fuck all y'all. Then nobody wants, you know, because you have those people out there that like that weasel their way into a position of power like that and then nobody wants them there. So they go out of their way to make it a living fucking hell for everyone involved on both sides. And then it just boils down into a big mess. So that that was more my point is just you know don't volunteer for it but if you get volunteered hey you know more power to you so but and who was it oh, oh slacker and I were talking about the use can the other day and when I he had a a riot with the fact that you know basically you you pulled a Justin on your rant about use cans and we're, we're going to be getting a voicemail here soon about it but he's had some some stuff in his life he's had to take care of at the hacienda um, that has ate up his time so I hear that a voicemail is coming from him so and then we have another voicemail from your lovely brother Mr Jake. Hello, this is Jake. Um, so, no, I love camping. Camping is very fun to me. I enjoy it thoroughly, and I did in my youth. My youth, plural. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. It, he's gonna he's probably gonna fly over here and kick me in the nuts for this. But that little statement, the way he just said it, he channeled Trump. I love camping. I enjoy it thoroughly. It's bigly. It's good. like the, the way he was starting to say it, he switched immediately. But that first little bit of the inner, like it's almost like he subconsciously realized that he channeled Trump. <laughs> like, so plus I'm, you know, not buying into this whole, I love camping stuff yet. So we'll see what else he has to say. Anyway, just, uh, the people that I had to camp with were all Mormon, Mormon boy scouts. And it was all like, man, you gotta stand and do the flag salute, and da da da, and that blew like hard. And uh, actually, last year, for one of my gigs, I had to camp every weekend during the summer. 
and I had a blast. So, I love camping. And yeah. Sleeping on a bench in Central Park overnight is not camping. I was in a shitty tent while camping last year. Once again, it was a bench on Central Park with newspaper. Not really camping. No. Suck it. But actually, it's very weird that I just told my sister to suck it. Uh, Yes. No, you told him. You told him, I'm not me. Uh. (laughs) Either way, he either told his sister to suck it or his brother-in-law to suck it. Both kind of equally weird. (laughs) There's one that's more weird. This is true. The (laughs) brother-in-law. No. Incest happens all the time in Alabama. It's a <laughs> You're saying that incest is more is less weird than gay sex? No, no, no. Than than him asking me to suck his dick. Way more less weird or way more weird. No. Yeah. No, it's not. It would be my his penis, my mouth. Yes, it's. I'm, is I'm it take- more weird for it to be me? No. Yes. Game of Thrones proves it I otherwise. I win. I win this <laughs> argument. <laughs> The only problem if you two got together would be the dumb kids. You know, the kids that have issues. <laughs> As proven by Game of Thrones. You'd have like a little Joffrey running around here trying to like kill things. <laughs> I, and based off of the voicemail and those comments alone, I know I'm going to get another wonderful uh, voicemail from him. So thank you both, Eric and Jake, for the voicemails. We appreciate them greatly. Um, and I'm going to stand true to the fact that, you know, Either one is weird, but I still think mine's weirder being asked to suck you off or suck it or whatever. Didn't you get married so that would be taken care of? I mean, <laughs> oh, now I'm getting the IBC. <laughs> I'm pushing all the buttons tonight. That's awesome. I'm gonna... Nope. Definitely one you're not pushing. Definitely yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, the little man in the canoe is going to be so lonely. Ah. <laughs> uh. Look so, that video. What, which one? Little man in the canoe with the barbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you posted that to our page. Didn't yeah, you? I did. Yeah, how to? How, what was, was so it? How hilarious. to get your um? How to get your kids to? No, stop it was something about or... when your when your parents are cooler than you. <laughs> like she comes in with the tattoo, and they're like, "Oh, awesome, good job!" And, and then she comes in like, "See, look, I'm smoking pot now." He's like, "Here, use my weed pen when you're outside. Cops can't tell as much." <laughs> like. And then she takes a hit. And she's like, oh, my God, it's too strong. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, she goes and she's like, I pierced my tongues. I heard it makes sex more enjoyable, blah, 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 blah. And uh, the mom, the dad's like, you should do what your mom did. She pierced her clit. <laughs> and the mom's like, yeah, it's like a little man with a barbell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that video is quite comical. So if you haven't looked, excuse me, I got the hiccups now. If you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and go to our uh, Facebook page and you can check it out there. Uh, you posted it, what, a couple days ago? Yeah. Like Something like two. that? Yeah, yeah, cool. So, um, now, going back to what we were talking about earlier about the uh, the birthday party, birthday card search thing that I was saying was going to parlay into uh, into another topic, um, and then basically it was the conversation we had in the car where we're both making a more concerted effort on how we interact with the kids. We're changing things up a little bit because, uh, did I just say whittle? A widow. A widow. I just pulled you a Trent. You did Trent's, say a widow bit. A widow we, bit. We toss those around quite a bit because Trent, we, we like to mimic what Trent says from time to time. Which is really mean it, if I think about it longer than a few seconds. But he doesn't, like, I I like to hope, I hope. He understands. It's it from makes a place it of love. so that. It, we hold under, on to it for a little longer. Like we're, yeah, yeah. Like, 
It's just because he's so like, it might, he's so when, adorable. When he wants a zip of your drink, yeah, he, I love it when he wants no, a zip. If anybody convinces him that it's sip, I'm gonna murder them. <laughs> because right now he asked for a zip. Mm-hmm. He asked for a zip of your drink, mm-hmm. and it's the cutest thing ever. It really, truly is. Can so. I have just a little zip? <laughs> and it's like, yes, you can have a little zip. <laughs> you can have whatever you want. <laughs> but um, one of the things we're trying to do is is work on how often we raise our voices because in parenting it can become very easy to raise your voice a lot and um and so it is a lot harder per- than one would expect i guess would say basically the frustration when there's other stressors going on in life can make things like easy to like want to snap and just kind of go off like ah and so we're trying to work on how we're uh and I, I will I will accept more of the responsibility on this one in the in the situation here than than you. Um, but and also trying to make sure that they understand that they're heard too, like they that they have a voice and that they right. that they can say something. And while well, there are some times where it might not be appropriate to do so, there will be a spot where they will have a chance to actually voice concerns or, or opinions or whatever, because. Um, all too often, children are left feeling like they're not important or they're not heard, and we don't want that. But something that's really important to me is that sometimes the reason I'm sending you away is so that I don't yell at you. Yeah. So please go away. And Instead then of coming come back, back and asking. And yeah. we can discuss it, but don't whine. Cause like, or come back 42 times asking why you were sent to your room. Right. Well, like today, Ezra did something moderately dumb but that I was so upset about. I didn't want to discuss right then because I was so upset about you it. You weren't going to be able to have a rational conversation. Yeah. And 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 I was just like, just go in the house. And he's like, but I was going to. And I'm like, just go in the house. But I was going to. And it's like, just get out of my sight before I kill you. You know? And I like, I was, I was trying to acknowledge that I was upset more not just at what had happened, but also because I was in a bad mood and it happened at a bad time. And it like, it was just all these things. And I didn't want to take all that out on him, but I really needed him to listen to me when it was being said. So I just wanted him out of my sight. I just wanted him out of my sight for like two minutes while I thought about what I needed to say in a rational way. And he wouldn't get out of my sight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if there is, if there's an, uh, there isn't a, term that I is more hated or there are very few terms that are more hated for me than but I was just gonna yeah like I don't care I don't care that you were just gonna do this or just and and I don't care is kind of the wrong term for it I don't ain't nobody got time for that no (laughs) really it's more about reading the situation the situation yeah reading the person the situation Basically, like, don't, if a guy, look at it like how you're interacting with a dog, as weird as that might sound. And I'm I'm talking about from the kid's perspective, not us interacting with the kids like they're dogs. But, like, if you go walking up to a dog and the dog is visibly agitated and the hackles are raised and it's baring its teeth and it's fucking growling at you, don't do a Trent, which with our little dog doesn't really... You can't cause any damage, right. but I don't want him to carry this behavior onto bigger dogs and just walk up and grab onto him anyways and start giving hugs and loves and kisses because the motherfucker is going to bite you. Now, in the case of Rocket, that bite's going to feel more like a little you know love nibble and it's not a huge issue. But 
he needs to realize that if it's a normal sized dog, that could really do some damage. Yeah. And it's the same thing when you're interacting with people. There are times that are appropriate to approach a person and there are times that are not. Um, somebody I work with at the office that I've worked very closely with ever since I started there because he's part of the reason why I got the job at the company in the first place. Nobody was good at reading him or took the time to actually read him when they would try to approach him with the problem and they would just start, you come in and just start dumping all their problems on him and there were times where I, he would visibly like, like what, what do you, huh? Are, are you talking to me? Like you didn't say my, and he'd like kind of lose his shit a little bit um, and rightfully so and he'd like so if you would like to start at the beginning again please because i didn't hear anything you just said because i was focused on this and not on you and i have everything else tuned out which actually became a great skill for when he became a parent Mm -hmm. but uh (laughs) but it was one of those things that um and then they would always talk about how how, how, there was people who would talk about how rude he could be i'm like i've never had that problem with him but also when i go in there i see that he's feverishly working on something like if that if his hands are flying across that keyboard i know that something's going on Mm -hmm. and so i just walk in and sit down and as soon as he acknowledges me, I know there's been a break in his concentration enough that he can actually focus on what needs to be talked about, and it's good to go. Uh, there's no need to, like, just interrupt him because you you have deemed your problem more important or anything else. And, and that that is something that happens so often in interactions with people in general. Like, you know, even, like, with my customers and whatnot, and, and or, or people that I could store or whatever, if somebody views their problem as more important than another person's problem, then, and, and and they haven't been, you know, taught to like, hey, look, you know, rationalize or think about it before you do it. They will create this whole situation where they have to be dealt with first before anybody else. Yesterday, as an example, took the kids over to the local grocery store here in town mm-hmm. because they have an ice cream set up in there too where you can get a, a scoop of ice cream on a cone. It's actually really good ice cream. And so I like, once again, supporting some of the local businesses that we like. Mm-hmm. I'll take the kids down there from time to time and give them an ice cream cone. But there's all, almost always just one person working in the store because it's a little like mini mart type thing. Um, and so... I walked in. I'm like, hey, look, I need, and we, you always prepay, you prepay for the, what you want, and then they walk over and they dish it up for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, I need a bowl, I need a one scoop bowl and three, uh, three single scoop cones, please. She rings it up. I pay for it. It's good to go. I look behind me, realize there's a stack of like four or five people behind me. Some have sodas, some have this, and it's all gonna be a quick transaction. And she kind of looks at me with a deer in the head, like, because she didn't want to say, can I help him first, for fear that I was gonna rip her head off, right? And I said, why don't you go ahead and take care of the line? We'll step off to the side here we can wait we i understand that the ice cream is going to take away from your ability to bring up sales and i'll be quicker for you to do this than it would be for this she goes oh my god thank you so much i that's really what i need to do but i didn't want to i'm like i know you didn't want to get your head bit off she's like yeah i don't want to get yelled at i'm like i'm not gonna why i mean i'm the one really causing the inconvenience here because i'm stopping everything you've got to do to scoop me some fucking ice cream (laughs) i can wait you know and um every person in that line except for one thanked me Mm -hmm. and the one that didn't thank me was the one that you could just tell, like, she was still appalled that she had to, like, when she was fourth. Like, you got there fourth. Get over it. You got to wait. It's what happens, you know. Um, and so teaching them to be able to read those kinds of situations. And, and you know, it's okay to want to know why. And it's okay to want to know what's going on. But it's not always okay to ask when at the time point in time you're trying to ask. And that's really more of what we're working on is, like, we will talk to you about anything ad nauseum at times. Like there's times where it's just like, Oh my God, do I have to say this again? Okay, here we go. And you dive into it. But 
there's not always a time to explain things right then and there, depending on what's going on or what's going on, you know, what's happening around you. And it's a, it's a, it's a hard transition for the child when they start realizing that, that no, you're really not the center of the universe. There are other people in the world that come that are on there too. And you have to move them into that space of being more of an, a, more mature in their, in their interactions versus, you know, you always come first. Cause there is that point in time in their lives when they're super young where they have to come first. Yeah. They're hungry. You have to feed them. They're this, you got to do that because they are helpless. But as they become more self-sufficient, it's like the, the mommy bird, kicking the baby bird out of the nest, like either fly or splat. It's your choice. Here's what you got to do. Um, it's, it's kind of a similar concept just with how we interact and deal with people and conversate and whatnot. So, and like I spoke with Ezra, he, he you sent him in, and I could tell he was all visibly butthurt. And so he I, I was crying. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I, I, yeah, anyway. And I asked him what was going on, and he was taking it as, you know, I accidentally did this, and now she's mad at me. I'm like, well, I don't think she's mad at you for the accident. I think she's mad at you for the circumstances surrounding the accident. And, and the, the cavalier attitude afterward. And I said, and I said, you know, the circumstances around the accident, the fact that this is, this is how you treat everything, and then you wonder why your shit breaks so constantly, and the fact that you act like it's no big deal. So I, I, I said it mm-hmm. like that. And he's like, well, I, I don't always act like it's no big deal. I'm like, dude, you're acting like it's not a big deal right now. You accidentally dropped it. Like you literally got that it's Kindle Fire yeah. tablet. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, eighty bucks. Really not no. the end of the world. But it's the principle behind it yeah. of you get these things and immediately destroy them and, and not even for like a functional purpose. Like the other day Trent got he's got a fidget spinner. Our kids have those we all have fidget spinners. Um whether or not you like them, I don't care. Whether they're kinda of fun to play with. Um but Trent immediately within like what a week at most of getting his completely disassembled it Mm -hmm. and then reassembled it and disassembled it again and that was at first kind of like it was like a little bit like dude you just got that but then i also got like like really excited because like it's me (laughs) i finally have my tech kid i have my kid who's gonna break stuff just to figure out how the fuck it works and so he can put it back together again so it's gonna be get to a point where when when ezra and temperance and, and Tampi was still on the fence, but most definitely Ezra has a car problem, can't fix it. If he can't get a hold of me, he'll call Trent next. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the way it's starting to pan out a little bit, which is fine. You know, not everybody has that kind of, you know, technical aptitude or mindset, but um, it was cool to see that coming out in him. Like, he had his little set of tools, and he used them to pull the uh, the bearing pieces out and put them back together, and you hear him? I He's don't see on him the stairs. Yet. Is he? Get back in bed, sir. There's a bathroom connected to your room. Like you literally have a door that goes to your own dedicated, personal, private spot where you can poop in peace. Why aren't you up using that bathroom? Well, go use it. And then get back into bed, please. Okay? Good night. Uh, If you hear a splash, then we have another problem because you shouldn't be playing in the toilet. A flush? He said flush. Okay. If I hear a flush, I know it's one of you guys going pee. Go pee and go to bed, okay? Then go poop and go to bed. Love you. (laughs) This is our life. (laughs) Well, he didn't wake... I mean, he's not even been awake for 12 hours yet. Right. Yeah. So... I, I was... 
I had forgotten about the podcast, but I was actually going to be like, hey, do you just want to like do the thing where we like keep him up kind of late because mm-hmm. he's not going to go to bed anyway. Right. But but then we were recording. So and we might we might end up still having to do that. But and then tomorrow it's going to be the reset day that happens where he's a cranky asshole until you get him to bed and then he passes out and then he wakes up at normal time. It's fine. He does this weird thing with his sleep patterns where it doesn't matter what we try to do. Like he'll eventually push himself out later and later. And I, even if we're trying to get him into bed earlier and he'll yep. sleep in more and more. And then there's one point where you just got to pull a plug and you wake him up he's super early baby. and then he's cranky as all hell. But this, then he goes back to this bed. This is what happens to me is when I'm left to my complete own devices is mm. I'll just push myself later and later and later and later until I can't do it. And then for whatever reason, like something happens where I can't do what comes naturally to me. So I have to have a reset day where I'm just super tired all day, and then I go to bed. Yeah, and, and I I'm more of the uh, the Doctor Banner perspective um, from the Avengers movie is like I'm always tired, like always. So there's like I just as soon as I'm in bed, like I have a hard time watching shows with you in the bed because as soon as I'm in that bed, I'm like <laughs> I just want to pass out. I've passed out during movies. I've passed out during whatever. If if I'm in the well, I've done it in the recliner too. So. There's a certain point where I just, I don't, you know, the amount of sleep that I get versus the amount of work that I do in the day, they don't always coincide. And so I'm just always constantly exhausted. So I don't have a problem falling asleep pretty much anytime after eight. <laughs> well, I don't have a problem falling asleep. It's that I have a problem waking up. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, and then there's a, like Tempe was, she, <laughs> she's more like me. She comes out of the bedroom. She's like, wait, is that clock right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's seven fifty nine. Like, actually, I slept in so much this morning. <laughs> I'm like, your mom would kill you if she heard you say those words. <laughs> Go sit down on the couch and watch some TV, sweetheart. We'll get your breakfast going. Quietly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Ezra, he's definitely like me. He pings awake at like 5.36 every morning. So, which drives his, his, his biological mom up the wall, too, because she also tends to want to sleep in quite a bit and... He'll be up, you know, because the one thing he's not is quiet. Like, no matter how, yes, no matter how hard you try or he tries or anything, even when he's trying, he's not quiet. Even when he's trying, like he, like the Frankenstein monster, like the feet just can't, like you, I tried to show him once how to walk on your toes to like toe heel so that you don't make noise. He doesn't get it. Like he can't perform the movement. Like I don't know if it's a puppy paws thing or what, but he can't do like a to like a toe heel mm-hmm. glide. He can't. He physically can't. I tried for hours to teach him how to do it. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, the uh, the one that was really grinding my nerves today that I'm I'm kind of gently reminding the kids about is that when they hang out with your stepdad, they get in this really bad pattern of. The best way to close any door is to just to wing it behind you on your way out and let it slam. And when that's happening in your office is right next to that door and the alarm bell open, go, you know, cause we have an alarm that dings when the door opens. So they either ding, wham, and I was like, oh, God. And then so I was like, I walked up and I'm like, hey, guys, check this out. I'm shutting the door. I'm shutting the door. <gasps> Hear that silent little click. That's the only noise it should ever make when you're closing it. Now look, I'm opening the door and I'm shutting it again. Click. Uh, like you'll notice the windows didn't shake, the pictures didn't fall off the walls, like the house didn't vibrate. Like, can you guys just not slam it behind you? And they both looked at me like, they, or all three of them looked at me like it was some sort of like foreign concept. Like, 
what do you mean you can shut a door without just winging it behind you and knocking it off the damn <laughs> the damn uh, uh, frame? And so that after that, they quieted down a little bit. But, oh, it was very annoying. And you look very lost in thought in your phone. Something before going Sorry. On. Yeah. It's your your Facebook drama <laughs> reeled me in. Yeah. I'll, I'll I get, was just reading it. Yeah. I'll get back to him when I get back to him. I, I already know what his stance is, and it's just going to keep... And that's kind of the way, the way I'm dancing with him, the way that I am. It's because it's just kind of like the gentle poking back and forth as far as, you know, I know that he's... he's I know exactly where his position is and whatnot, what he's trying to say, and yeah. So. Tis all good. Been here before this guy. It's not It's not a big deal. It's no, no skin off my back, so. I just can't hang with the condoning, so I'm good. Oh, condoning his actions? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So. But on the flip side, everybody condones actions of those who they want to support. So yeah. it it's, it's, it is what it is. So happens in sports, happens everywhere. It shouldn't, but it does, which is why it's it, we work harder with the kids to not condone negative actions when those things kind of happen. Like today, oh, my God, <laughs> Ezra and Temperance. I took them on a shopping trip with me, um, and they got into a fight over who got to push the cart, which was foreign to me because normally it's if I ask one of them to push the cart, there's a fight over not it. Like, I'm not going to do this. But no, because this is one of those ones where all four wheels turn. It was like some new... You, you, you thought... Did you guys go to Ikea? No, no, no. Oh. But uh, Harbor Freight does it oh, too. Okay. Um, and like... This was like some new, like you, you would have thought like it was like a brand new, never before seen invention. And so they were trying to have it, have fights over it. And then like, so if it was Temperance's turn, quote unquote, um, and she let go of the cart for an instant for anything, Ezra would swoop in and try to grab it. And then like, why is she getting pissed at me? I'm like, because you swooped in while it's still her turn. And I said, and let's not even talk about how ridiculous the fact is that I'm fucking assigning turns who, who gets to push the goddamn cart, but... All that aside, it's still her turn. Well, she let go of it, so she's not allowed to look at things. Like, she's not allowed to go look at it and take it. Like, really? That's how this works? Like, what would happen if you let go of the cart to look at something and turn around and she was there? You'd be fucking bitching, too. So, like, let go of the goddamn cart and let her push it. And then, wasn't her two minutes been up yet? Because I made a mistake of putting a time limit on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, and then he's like, Temper, your time. He goes, Temperance, your two minutes is up. No, it's not. And then they start like yelling at each other in the middle of the store. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, Tempe, your time is up. Let go. Let him push it. And then, you know, so now, you know, and then he took over. And then something else happened. <laughs> oh, he he said something to her. And I looked at him and I'm like, do you always have to be a, just a royal dickhead when you respond to your sister like that? Like, if you can't say anything fucking nice, don't fucking say it at all. And then I, I stopped. I realized my words like echoed off the walls of the thing. And this lady's looking at me like, uh, pot, kettle, black, sir. I'm like, I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, Ezra, you need to speak nicer to your sister. Because that's just the way it needs to be. Temperance, you need to stop poking the bear. Like, because she had legitimately done something just to piss Ezra off. And so I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, um, reinforce his reaction because yeah. it was not an appropriate reaction but i also couldn't let her initial action go because she was also wrong and i was like i'm gonna tie you two together i'm gonna tie you together with my get-along belt <laughs> and just tie you up until you're 
you know, all better because this is just stupid. And then it was, there was arguing with me about the things that we should buy. And I'm like, you know, guys, if I come home with all this crap that you want me to get, your mom is going to lose her shit for a number of reasons. A, we don't need to spend that money right now. B, she's literally trying to rid us of crap by sitting out in the goddamn sun all day, having a garage sale and dealing with, you know, garage sale type folk. Yeah. Um, and, and, and C, we, it's just not an, like, they wanted to get, oh, what was it? It was something silly. Oh, Temperance decided that everybody should have their own machete at the campsite. Because <laughs> we already have two this machetes. This sounds like a really bad idea. Yes. Okay. It also sounds like a really, you know, bitchin' movie intro or movie idea for, like, one of those grindhouse flicks, right? Did you get a hatchet? Yes. We Yay. have a hatchet for the campsite. Um... But she wanted, like, she knows we already have two machetes down there. She wanted to have, like, she said, we should all have machetes. I mean, no. Because I'm going to turn around for a second. I'm going to turn back around. And you guys are going to be having, like, a fucking sword fight with machetes. All I can think of is the sign from Kill Bill. Yeah. (laughs) The the sign. The scene from Kill Bill. Yeah. Where, like, it's just, it was so bloody that they made him turn it black and white. (laughs) Right. And then at some point, it's going to end up like that scene from Monty Python in Search of the Holy Grail, where Trent's sitting there with no arms and no legs. Just a flesh wound. Just a flesh wound. Come back here, you fucking pussy. I'll be like, ah. Speaking of, the the giggle that was just at the top of the stairs, get your butt back into bed. Now. What? Come here. Go over to Mommy's microphone. Say hello. Hello. Say it loud enough so everybody can hear you. Hello. Say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being a pain in the butt tonight. I'm being a pain in the butt tonight. Oh no, say it like you mean it. Do you not, you don't mean it? Okay. Are you just not tired yet? All right. So we'll end the podcast there. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We need to go take care of it. But if we're going to end the podcast here because you were being a turd like this and you're not going to sleep, we need your help. So we get back to the microphone. Hold on. You ready? Yeah. All right. Say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. To the. To the. Bad Parenting Podcast. The Bad Parenting Podcast. Please buy some merchandise. Please. <laughs> no, okay, sorry. Please. Please buy buy some some merchandise merchandise to help support to help support the show the show I'm cute I'm cute <laughs> even when I'm being a butthead even when I'm doing being a butt now say I'm Groot I'm Groot all right baby Groot we're gonna end it there because Trent needs some um attention attention and he's not yet tired and we gotta reset his sleep patterns here so. On that note, we want to thank you guys for listening. As Trent so eloquently stated, we have merchandise available on our website. If you click the link, you can buy it from us. It does help support the show. Want to say a thank you, special thank you to uh, our listeners who left voicemails tonight. We love hearing from you. Uh, please, if you have a comment, suggestion, or otherwise, uh, our contact information will be at the end of the show here, and you can uh, use any of those avenues. What's that? He's reading a book. Okay, hold on, sir. Use any of those avenues to contact us. And unless you guys have something else to add over there. 
Wait. No, we're done. All right. Until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's all done now. Here it goes.